Uh, we ask the saints to continue to pray for our presider and system presider. Pray for our senior bishop. Let us pray for all of those uh, that are leading ministries, that the Lord will continue to direct them and give them the strength and equip them with um, wisdom, knowledge, and understand that they may be able to go in and out from amongst God's people. And so we want to pray that the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ, would uh, go out and uh, continue to permeate the hearts and minds that people may uh, turn to God in, in repentance and uh, be baptized in water in Jesus' name, that the Lord will fill them with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. And uh, that's the, uh, really the gospel message that needs to be uh, dispensed even more in these last days as we uh, come to our, a screeching halt. And so uh, we want to thank God for um, the evangelistic ministry, the uh, minister on yesterday uh, that uh, gave the message for the church, our evangelist Smith. She did a good job uh, sharing God's word, uh, just sharing with us, uh, letting us know the importance of time. And so let us continue to pray for her and uh, her family. Uh, let us continue to pray for our district elder Turner, uh, Lady Turner. Let us pray for the true holiness family, as well as district elder Johnson and uh, Lady Johnson and the new Mount Olive family, as well as the PPCMKE family. Let us continue to pray for all of us that God will continue to grow us uh, closer together in his grace and in his love. And so we want to uh, acknowledge uh, all of those that did request prayer. We want to pray for you and your families and uh, just want to let you know that uh, we're praying for you uh, each day uh, that we air the broadcast and on days that we're not airing the broadcast. Uh, we're committed to prayer uh, because that's uh, the strengthening uh tool that's needed in these last days that we may be able to withstand uh, the wiles and all the different uh, things that are being launched against uh, not only the church, but the believers are the church. So each believer. And so we're praying for you uh, that God will strengthen you and equip you with all of the uh, spiritual tools that you need to be successful in God's kingdom. And so let us pray, uh, especially for those uh, that still have to see the doctor that has to go through various procedures. Let us pray to God with God, the hands of the doctors. We know that we should uh, definitely go to the doctor and see what's going on, but we know uh, that they only can uh, give us uh, a prognosis or a diagnosis, but only God can heal us. And so we're praying that God would heal after you uh, make your discovery or they make their discovery. And so that's what we're praying for. All right. So let us go before his throne uh, briefly here. Eternal God, our Savior, in the name of Jesus, Lord, as we come before thee and before thy throne, we thank you, Heavenly Father. We thank you for your manifold blessing on today. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. For the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. 
And Lord, we give you glory, honor, and praise just for who you are in the matchless name of Jesus. Look on those, oh God, that said pray for us. Look on those that are viewing and listening to each daily broadcast. We ask you will bless each and every viewer in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ that you would, oh God, touch them and minister, God, oh God, your grace and your mercy unto us all, Lord, that we would, oh God, go higher and grow stronger in you. In the precious name of Jesus, look on our organization, Lord God, the, oh God, the NPPCI organization, as well as, oh God, our local churches. We pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, you would touch and Lord, you would continue to strengthen as well as encourage. Bless those, oh God, oh God, that's seeking you, oh God, for, oh God, renewing strength. Oh God, touch those that need healing. Oh God, touch those that need salvation. Those, oh God, my uncle and different family members, God, those that are not saved, we pray in God that you would touch their hearts and minds, God, that they would call on you in the midnight hour. Oh God, for we know, God, that you're always standing by. And oh God, hallelujah, glory to God. Lord, you hear, oh God, the faintest cry. And we ask you will bless them on today in the precious name of Jesus. Bless the viewer and subscriber and those that come on the broadcast, oh God, faithfully. We ask you will bless them in a special way. Oh God, look on the ministers, pastors, oh God, bishops and elders, touch in a special way, God. Oh God, grant us, oh God, oh God, more of your grace and mercy, God, in the name of Jesus, oh God, because we know you're soon to come. And Father, we thank you. We forever give you glory, honor, and praise. Oh God, direct us now, encourage us now, strengthen us now, help us to decrease that your anointing may be increased in our lives and we'll be careful to give your name all the glory on the praise and we give you thanks in the precious name of Jesus to the glory of God. And we thank you for and we give you praise in Jesus name. Thank God. Amen. And amen. Praise God. Thank God. Amen. Praise God. Amen. So we want to get right uh, into the word of God today and we want to um, share with you a few things. And before we uh, call our scripture. Uh, we just want to talk on a couple things. Uh, it's really not the sidebar, but it's part of the content that we want to uh, uh, discuss today. And uh, just want to share uh, briefly that uh, we are in a time now where um, uh, truth uh is needed uh, in every aspect of uh, not only uh, the believer's walk, but truth is needed in the world that we live in because the world is being blindsided by uh, false uh, information, uh, uh, half-truths, you know, uh, deceptive uh pieces of information to uh, deceive and conceal uh, the real uh, essence of, of what's actually happening, uh, not only in our communities, not only in our uh, uh, churches, but in the world in general. And I'll explain what I mean. Paul had gave instructions uh, to the young protege Timothy he had gave instructions to him, uh, uh, letting him know uh, as he get ready to go off the scene 
And he also was giving instructions to Timothy as a young uh, pastor or bishop. He was giving him instructions to let him know uh, what to uh, lay out for elders that are uh, uh, coming online. He lays out the guidelines, if I, if you will. He lays out the guidelines for uh, teaching uh, uh, the gospel. And I'll, I'll use a point here, and we're going to go to the scripture here. Uh, let me put it on the screen for you real quick. We're going to go to the scripture, but I want to talk about this for a minute because Paul lays out these guidelines, and he talks about uh, it, 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 it's not just enough to uh, be educated in the word and know what you're talking about. Hmm? Uh, because you got you got people that's not saved know the scripture, and so what I'm saying is we can't we can't get hoodwinked into thinking because people can quote you know scriptures dynamically and so eloquently that that professes godliness. Hmm? But the Bible said godliness with contentment is great gain, and so we must analyze the substance of uh, the believer's uh, walk with God, uh, his integrity, his character. And sometimes we think character is just being nice to everybody. And I know that is a part of it. Yes, it is. Uh, but we must speak truth and love. And sometimes, you know, uh, we have to not just appear uh, to people that we know what we're talking about, but we must also be disciplined with moral standards. Hmm? And uh, that's for those that that are speaking uh, for God. So many, if we're uh, uh, being used by the Lord to share the gospel of Jesus Christ um, in short, simple term, we must practice what we preach. Uh, uh, we must uh, not just say things that line up with the Bible and then we live contradictory to what the Bible uh, uh, displays and, and the guidelines that are laid out for uh, each Holy Ghost-filled believer. And so uh, there is a growth and development process, but we can't get stuck in the mode of, okay, uh, I've grown in one aspect of maturity in the ministry and in knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, but now I've taken all that I've learned and I've drowned it or I've uh, actually distorted it by not allowing uh, my life to be the fruit of the, you know, the fruit of, of, of the product of what God has actually begun and started and, and, and birthed in us. And so it's very important as I get off into this, uh, we're going to talk about it today. Uh, I just want to let you know, we're talking about, uh, staying the course because um, 
we can get in the race. Uh, we can we can go for a while. We can suffer for a while. We can endure for a while. But that's not where the reward is. Praise God. The reward is not just, you know, uh, going through motion. Hmm? Uh, we're not just uh, uh, doing something. So I want to make sure we understand when we're talking about staying the course, it has everything to do with the gospel of Jesus Christ. It has nothing to do with uh, how we feel. It has nothing to do with how people treat us. It has nothing to do with uh, how many times we preach. <laughs> you know, it has nothing to do with none of those things, but it has everything to do with what God has birthed in us that we might uh, bear fruit unto God. And so we're going to bear fruit unto God. We must uh, not only talk to talk, but we must walk to walk. And so this is why we uh, must have those things. The Bible says for uh, we have these treasures in earthen vessels. So in order to stay the course, the treasure got to be in the earthen vessel. Sometimes we claim or we profess, but we really don't possess what the Bible says that the believer must have. And that's the power of the Holy Ghost. And when I'm talking about the power of the Holy Ghost, the power of the Holy Ghost will allow us to obey God's word. Hmm? Scripture says in Philippians that Jesus learned obedience. Uh, well, I, I think one scripture talks about that he suffered in Philippians says, you know, God highly exalted him and gave him a name that's above every name. So I want to use this point that Jesus, he suffered. Uh, and we too, when we look at staying the course, uh, there's things that we all must suffer, but we all must take part in Christ's suffering and not through being crucified on the cross, not being, you know, uh, having nails driven through our hands, uh, you know, or our feet, but it has to deal with taking on uh, this new life. And when we take on this new life, I had shared it before um, our previous broadcast uh, a couple weeks ago, is that the world is not going to love us. Hmm? But Jesus says to his disciples and his apostles, he says, this how men know that you are my disciple, because you have love one to another. And so it's one thing to be in church professing that you possess the love and have the love, but it's another thing to put it in practice. Hmm? And so this is where we're going with this. So Paul gives the guidelines for teaching to Timothy. And he says here, and I, I'm headed to it. I, I kind of um, got into a, a thought to kind of express this because he says to Timothy here, let's go to uh, Timothy. Let's take a look at it.
says to Timothy here. And I, I want you to take a look at it. He says to Timothy here. Now the spirit. I'm in 1 Timothy chapter 4. Okay. He says in 1 Timothy 4 and 1, he says, now the spirit speak it expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith. Hmm? We're in the latter times in the church. We're in the latter times of the church. Some, and this was in Apostle Paul's day, and you can see how much later it is now. He says some, not all, so everybody's not going to leave the church. Some people going to defect from the church while they're yet sitting there. And so I know sometimes we miss it. You know, I was listening to my pastor yesterday and he said some folks going to leave. But the real essence and the fact of the matter is some are already gone. You're sitting there gone. <laughs> let me get out of here. Let me, let me, let me get going here. Sometimes we can be sitting somewhere and yet gone. Hmm? So let's don't let's don't get it twisted. The person don't have to necessarily physically leave your church. Oh, glory be to God. To be gone. All right, let me let me let me break it down to you then. Let me break it down. Because if that person, the scripture talks about Jesus talks about the the talents Oh, Lord, have mercy. I, it's going to take me a while. I'm, I'm going to have to go back Wednesday and go back through this again. He talks about the talents. You know, he gave one, one. He gave one, two. And he gave one, five talents. Now, let's analyze this. Let's take, I hope that you are listening to me on the broadcast day and look at the scripture and analyze this. He gave them all something that they could work with within their ability. Praise God. So nobody that uh, God receives into the kingdom, he can't use. He can use any and everybody that's willing to come in and work. Praise God. Hmm? But there was one servant. Let's just take a special note to the one servant that had the one talent and buried it. Praise God. Let's take a look. He buried the talent and he did not do anything with it. That's synonymous to being in the church, being in the ministry, being in, 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 in the kingdom realm. And God has invested his Holy Ghost in you and, and put his Holy Spirit in you. And now we say to God, Oh, glory be to God. This is going to be a rough one. We say to God that I'm here, but I'm just here. Praise God. This goes to 1 Timothy 4 and 1. You can be in the church. Some, the Spirit, now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times, some shall depart from the faith. Hmm? giving heed to deceiving spirits. Hmm? 
Some people are already deceived by the devil into thinking that they can just come in God's house and 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 and, and be there and not be productive and go to heaven. Hmm? But this is not what Paul was. He was laying out instructions and he was trying to get some uh, uh, things laid out uh, for the church so that uh, Timothy uh, could see uh, not only specific issues and problems that would happen in the church, hmm? but he also would be able to identify and reject hmm? teaching caused by uh, the believers to be deluded or rejected in parts of their faith, such as false teaching. Hmm? Uh, let me let me give you a point. He says here, some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits hmm? and teachings of devils. You said, now, how can it be teachings of the devil and they in the church? Because the devil distorts truth. I know, I know I'm going deep. I know I'm going a little deep. The devil know more scriptures than you know. Hmm? And the devil distorts truth, and when he distorts truth, and you're not reading your Bible, you're not praying, you're not searching the scriptures, he gonna do you just like he did. Oh, uh, even though Eve knew what what God said, he twisted it. And this is what the devil is doing. This is what these deceiving spirits are doing. Hmm. They're letting people know uh, and they're telling people that they can just uh, exist in God's church but not live hmm? the moral uh, standard that God requires for all of us to be holy. Hmm? And this, this doctrine is spreading like a wildfire. People, you know, people come, they they coming in the church by the groves, praise God. Hmm? They coming in by the groves, and long as they can, oh, Lord, hmm? long as they can do what they want to do, it's good. Praise God. Hmm? But here's the thing. Paul was letting him know that the devils that came in with the false doctrine, they were going to speak lies. Hmm? Look at verse 2. They going to speak lies, and it was going to be in hypocrisy. Hmm? And if there ever been a time where there's more hypocrisy in the church, there's more hypocrisy in the church than it's ever been. Hmm? Because you got people don't understand the deceiving spirit. Hmm? Let me give you an example. The devil don't care nothing about you coming, singing every Sunday, you know, getting everybody riled up. Hmm? And you not praying. You not closing the gap on the devil 
by fortifying your relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. We're not spending no time in prayer. We're not spending no time in our word. We're not spending no time, oh, glory be to God, putting the flesh on time out. We're giving the flesh just what it wants. Hmm? And we ever been in a time where we in the Burger King church, you look at some of our Bible classes, you look at some of our prayer services, and you will see the deficiency, praise God. And that ain't nothing but hypocrisy, praise God. Hmm? And there's no way you're going to remain viable, strong, and vigilant when you are not praying. Praise God. Hmm? When you're not reading your word, you're not studying those scriptures. Huh? The devil going to pick you off like a, a, oh, glory be to God, like a pear off the tree. Praise God. You're going to be easy picking for the devil if you don't read your Bible. Praise God. And this is how these deceiving spirits have come in because the gifts and the callings of God are without repentance. Hmm? So don't, it ain't about, it ain't in your preaching, it ain't in your singing, but it's in your living. Praise God. And we don't want our living to be in vain. Praise God. Look at this now. I want to show you something. He says here, these spirits going to speak lies and hypocrisy. Hmm? Satan deceived people hmm? by offering a counterfeit. Hmm? There's nothing like the real thing, but he will make people hmm? and pretend Oh, Lord, this is what hypocrisy is when people pretend that they have the power. Hmm? You know, we can have the form and deny the power. Praise God. That's what I meant. We can have the form, but yet deny the power. Hmm? We know how to do church. Look at this. We can have the form and there's nothing wrong with the form. Jesus wanted them to have form, hmm? but it was more expedient that they had the power because when they came across them demons and they couldn't cast them demons out, they were discouraged and they asked Jesus, why can't we throw these, why we can't get these devils out? Hmm? He said, but this kind, this kind go it out, but by fasting and prayer. Hmm? And so, my point to you is the form is good, but the power is better. Praise God. And when we don't have power, we just going on in a form of hypocrisy. Praise God. Hmm? Look at this. Let me, let me go a little bit farther. I'm trying to break it down for you. And he says, if you go too long in this state, having their conscience seared, Mm -hmm. I can tell you I've been burnt once. I've been burnt once. And the spot that I burnt, there's no sensitive, the, the sensitivity ain't there like it used to be. Mm -hmm. I know some, if some of you have burnt yourself with an iron or been working on the stove, and if you burnt yourself pretty good, you will notice that you lose sensitivity in the spot that's burnt. 
Praise God. Ask Jay Leno. I'm not trying to be funny, but ask him. They had to do some skin grafting and all that different stuff. Ask Jay Leno. Hmm? It, it, may, it may look the same, but it ain't, it ain't the, the same sensitivity. It's not there. And you got people in the body of Christ. You got people in the church. They look like they sanctified. They look like they full of the power, but they've lost the sensitivity. Praise God. Oh, glory be to God. You done lost your sensitivity when you don't love prayer. You done lost, oh, glory be to God. You done lost your sensitivity when the truth come and then you get upset about it. Oh, glory be to God. Oh, glory be to God. But we are, we are the, of the believers. We are of the crew. And we are the saints that believe that the truth cuts to the core and it gets that, it gets that bad spot out so we can be whole. Praise God. Hmm? And I don't want nobody in these last days lying to me and my soul be lost. Hmm? I don't want nobody to be playing with my soul. I want people to tell me what I need to do, what I must do to get the glory. Praise God. Hmm? And so we must stop this hypocrisy. And if we get seared, if we stay in that state too long, we're going to be seared with a hot iron. Hmm? The devil loves to give an imitation. False teachers, this is what they did. They gave stringent rules. Hmm? They made up stuff. Hmm? Uh, forbidding people to marry and eat meats. They, they set up a, a, a culture that appeared to be righteous. But they weren't living for God like they were supposed to. Hmm? We can set up a culture uh, uh, that, we, you know, you need to do this and you need to do that. But what happened to the raw word of God that you should be holy? Hmm? Let me go to it. I'm, a, I'm, I'm getting stirred up now. I'm going to go back to, I want to go to, uh, I want to go to Ephesians. Let's go to Ephesians. I want you to see something here. Let's go to Ephesians. Go to Ephesians 1 and 4. I think I read that last week, but I want to go back and read it again. Ephesians 1 and 4. Let's take a look at it. It says, according as he had chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. So God intends on... Uh, you to be holy. Even we can talk about Paul. We can talk about Peter. We can talk about Adam and Eve, how they messed up. But God always, his whole framework and intention was to restore back man fellowship with God like it first was. And when and he created Adam and he breathed in his nostril, he became a living soul. He was holy. Praise God. Hmm? And so he, even after he messed up, God sent his son. Hmm? Oh, Lord. Huh? To redeem us. Y'all glory. Let me go here. I got to go to the next scripture. Um, let me see. Let me see if we can get it here. Go to Galatians. Let's go to Galatians here. All right, Galatians 4 and 4. Let's take a look. 
Galatians 4 and 4. But when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his son made of a woman. Hmm? Made of a woman under the law to redeem them that were under the law that we might receive the adoption of sons. And because you are sons, God sent forth his spirit of his son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father, Daddy, Daddy. We had to be born again to be reconciled back to God. Hmm? So I'm sharing with the believer today, stay the course. Hmm? Stay on course. Don't let uh, these last day sequence of events uh, cause you to be discontented or deceived. Hmm? But stay with the gospel of Jesus Christ. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. Hmm? I want to go back to First uh, Timothy 4. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's go to Colossians. I want to go to Colossians now. Let's go to Colossians. I want you to see something here. Let's go to Colossians chapter 2. And we'll start at... Uh, We'll start at about, we'll start at about 16 there. All right, let's go to Colossians 2 and 16. He said, let no man therefore judge you in meat or drink or inspect of a holy or, or in respect of an holy day or a new moon or Sabbath day. Which are a shadow of things to come, but the body is of Christ. Hmm? And so this is why I went to Ephesians 1 and 4. We are not our own anymore and our body is of Christ. This is why we must be holy. Some people want to know, well, why, why are you holy? You can't be holy without a holy God. This is why uh, uh, the inception or the receiving of the Holy Ghost is important for a believer to wait for the promise of the Holy Ghost. Because when God comes in hmm, and fills your heart with his Holy Spirit, he is just, uh, filled you with all of the goodness of God, which is God himself. And so when God makes us abode with us, uh, that's the only way we are become holy. Hmm? And when the Holy Spirit comes in us, it leads and guides us into all truth. And this, you, you can't have a deceiving spirit and the Holy Spirit there at the same time. If, if there is a deceiving spirit, and the Holy Spirit there at the same time, that person really don't have the Holy Spirit. Hmm? Because the Holy Spirit, it will lead and guide. Hmm? And I want to let you know, the Holy Spirit will not hmm? uh, 
allow anything else to be in there. Hmm? But the Holy Spirit. And this is why you're going to either serve one master. You're going to love one or hate the other. You can't serve two. Hmm? So it's very important. So it says, which are a shadow of things to come, but the body is of Christ. Once you become born again, your body, we sing the song, and I know it's a song, but we sing the song, but the reality of it, your whole body belongs to God. Hmm? Your hands, your feet, huh? And everything in between belongs to God. Hmm? And so when we give our lives to God, he rules, not only in our spirit, but he rules in our hearts. Hmm? He says here in 2 and uh, 18, let's go. We're we we getting out of here now, but we're going to have to pick this back up. Wins. We're not going to finish this today, but we got a lot to go through with. But uh, we just want to uh, touch the highlights here. He says, let no man beguile you of your reward and a voluntary humility and worshiping of angels, intruding into those things which he had not seen, vanity, puffed up by his fleshly mind. Hmm? The enemy always try to deceive by appealing to your fleshly mind. If he can appeal to your fleshly mind, he can draw you away from God and deceive you just like he did Eve in the garden. I know, I know I'm going uh, deep into this, but I need to go through these teaching, uh, this teaching uh, segment here so you can uh, vividly see the illustration that I'm trying to make here. Uh, and, and the enemy, he deceives if he can get into your fleshly mind and get you to thinking carnally because the carnal mind man is death, but the spiritual minded man is life and peace. And you can't have, oh, glory be to God. I know it's, I know it's a war going on. It's a tug of war. It's a battle going on. But only one is going to rule at one time. Praise God. And who you yield your members to, that's who you become servants of. Look at this. This is why we must have strength from God to deny the flesh. Praise God. This is why we need strength from God to deny the flesh. Every believer. Look at this. He says, and not holding the head from which all the body joints and bands having nourishment ministered and knit together increase with the increase of God. Your whole body belongs to God. And when the Holy Spirit comes in, it nourishes the whole man. Praise God. Hmm? When God comes in, he sanctifies the whole man. Hmm? We got the same hands, same feet, but they don't go to the places they used to go. Hmm? And to make it very, very simple, we still know how to do some of those things. We still know how to hold a beer can huh, with our holy hands. But because we are holy, we don't go and buy and go get the beer can because we have given our lives to God. Hmm? And so therefore, 2 Corinthians 5 and 17 says, if any man be in Christ, therefore he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. The places I used to go, I don't go no more. 
the places, uh, the things I used to do, I don't do no more because the Holy Ghost hmm, has total control of my life. Praise God. Oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. But I just wanted to encourage you today as we go to Colossians uh, 2 and 20. I'm going to stop here, 2 and 20, but we're going to pick it back up. We're going to pick. I got some more scriptures for you that we need to cover on Wednesday, if the Lord's will. But we want to pick it back up just to encourage you. Stay the course. Hmm? Uh, Paul had to stay the course and he was admonishing Timothy also to stay the course. Look at this. Wherefore, if ye be dead with Christ, this is the key. This is the key. Wherefore, if you be dead with Christ from the rudiments of the world, we in the world, but we're not of the world. Hmm? We should have died out to it. Why? As though living in the world. Paul asked here. That you are subject. To ordinances. And we're going to get into it and talk about this on Wednesday, if the Lord's will. We're going to go through this in a little detail because we got to spend some time here in 2 and 20. Hmm? But I want to say this. Uh, the Bible is a clear illustration to teach us what happened when we choose to let Jesus be the Lord of our life. Hmm? He's the captain. He's the bishop of our soul. And now he's navigating the vessel. Praise God. And this is why in 2 Timothy 2 and 19, he says, Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his. Because hmm? if he not govern the vessel and that vessel is out of control, the question is, does the Holy Ghost reside there? Oh, glory be to God. If you like a oh, if you like a ship without a sail, my question is, does the Holy Ghost reside there? Hmm? We all have trials, we all have tests, we all have tribulation, we have highs and lows. I'm not talking about that. Hmm? But I'm talking about if every time a strong wind blow and you have no stability, praise God. The Bible says in James, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Hmm? And if you don't know if you want to be saved today and tomorrow I want to be saved and tomorrow I don't know if I want to be saved, I just want to let you know, go back to the altar and get that Holy Ghost power. Praise God. Hmm? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hmm? If I were you, I'd, I'm encouraging you and I'm encouraging myself. If I was like a ship and didn't have no stability, I'd be going back to the altar. Hmm? Glory to God. I'm going back anyway. Praise God. Because hmm? I want to be sure that the anchor holds and grip that solid rock and that rock is Jesus. Hmm? And I've come too far now to stop praying. I've come too far now to stop. Oh, glory be to God. Calling on the name of the Lord. Hmm? Be encouraged, saints. I want to encourage you to let you know that you need to let God rule in your hearts. Hmm? Let him rule richly. Hmm? I want to let you know also, since Jesus is the Lord of our life, because Christ died for us, we have been crucified with him. Hmm? Galatians 2 and 20 said, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live not I but the Christ that liveth within me. 
Hmm? Oh, but now the life that I live, I live by the faith of the Son of God who died for me and gave himself for me. Praise God. Glory. Oh, you can see I'm getting worked up now. Oh, glory be to God. Look at this. I got to go, y'all. I got to get out of here. But I want to say to you today, Christ's resurrection guarantees a new life hmm? and an eternal life. Hmm? And we can live with him forever, now and later. Praise God. Not just in this life, but the life after. Hmm? And this is why it's important. It's important for you as a believer to stay the course. I know you've got trouble on every side, yet, yet be not in distress. Hmm? You're perplexed, but don't be in despair. You're cast down, but don't be destroyed. Hmm? And I'm telling you, we're in, we in, we in a very, very pivotal point in the church. We're going to get into it this week. We're going to get in some turbulence this week, Wednesday. We're going to get in some turbulence, praise God. And what I mean is going to be some areas where, you know, we need to take a look hmm? and analyze, you know, uh, the different areas that we're running into issues in our churches, in our ministries. Hmm? And if we ever been in a time where we need, hmm? we need strength and we need unity among the body of Christ. Hmm? I know, I know. And I'm not just the only one saying it. Hmm? We need strength and we need unity across the board. Praise God. And the only way hmm, that we're going to have that perfect unity, we must be on the same accord and we got to stay on the course of holiness. Hmm? So a highway shall be there hmm? and it shall be called the way of holiness. I want to let you know Isaiah 35 and 8. Let me go get it. I, I just got to read it because I'm feeling good today. I'm going to go to Isaiah 35 and 8. I feel like Isaiah 35 and 8 today. Let me read it. Yeah, I, I got to go to it. Let's go to Isaiah 35 and 8. I feel like it. All right, let's read it. Let's see if it's there. Let's get it. And a highway shall be there, and a way, and it shall be called the way of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it, but it shall be for those way, those wayfaring men, though fools shall not err therein. Oh, glory be to God. These are uh, the words, the faithful words of uh, Ella Newsom. With the faith and God internet TV, you want to say God bless you. Thank you uh, for viewing the broadcast with us. We got to go. Uh, we really uh, was just uh, getting warmed up here, uh, just a little bit here uh, in the scriptures. But we're very, very excited uh, about the word of the Lord. And so we just wanted to uh, encourage uh, every believer uh, that got on the broadcast with us today. We just wanted to encourage you. want to let you know that uh, our prayer breakfast, um, there is a prayer breakfast in the Northern District um, Fellowship this 
uh, Saturday, I believe is at uh, 10 a.m. at Pastor McNeil's church. Uh, I believe each church has received a flyer. Uh, check with your local church or pastor in the uh, Northern District. Uh, there's supposed to be a prayer breakfast, uh, if the Lord's will, this particular Saturday. And also there is um, appreciation service for our assisting presiding Bishop uh, Charles Webb and First Lady Laverne Webb in St. Louis, Missouri. I believe Friday and Sunday, I believe, they're having their anniversary this weekend, this Friday and Sunday. And so those of you that are going to support that, and I know our uh, the sisterhood is having something as well. And uh, we hope that you would come and support the prayer breakfast, those of you that are not traveling. We hope that you would be a part of that. Also, the following weekend, which will be not this coming uh, Friday, but next Friday, not this week, but next week, uh, we are having uh, the Pentecostal Power Church, uh, Milwaukee, PPC Milwaukee is having their local church annual uh, Brotherhood Revival. And so we ask that you would come and support that. If you uh, happen to be in our city, please uh, stop by to see us and uh, we'd love to have you come be with us in fellowship in those services. So that'll be December 9th at 7 p.m our Brotherhood Annual Revival, and also December 11th at 4 p.m. We'll also be posting that after the broadcast. We'll be putting that on Facebook again so you have to save the date. We'll be posting that. And so we hope that you have uh, a blessed and uh, prosperous week, and we hope that you will join us back here on Wednesday at 12 noon. And so continue to pray for us. We want to be praying uh, for you and your families. And so there may be somebody out there that need prayer. We're going to say a brief prayer uh, for you in terms of your understanding being opened up and enlightened uh, according uh, to God's holy word and the scriptures that God will unveil uh, your eyes and your, your uh, understanding that the gospel may shine through uh, clearly unto you and that you receive the revelation of Jesus Christ um, because he did say, uh, I thank thee, O Father, for thou hast hid these things from the wise and the prudent and has revealed them unto babes. And so we're praying that God would open your eyes to the gospel of Jesus Christ even the more and uh, ours as well. And so let us pray. Eternal God, our Savior, in the name of Jesus, we come again, Heavenly Father, thanking you, Lord God, for the word of life. As we pray now, we ask God that your word would continue, Lord God, to be settled upon the hearts and the ears of those that are recipients, O God, of the gospel of Jesus Christ, that it may fall on good ground and bring forth fruit unto God. And we thank you for him. We give you the glory and the praise. We pray, God, you would save and honor repentance, O God, that those that would turn to you and the backslider would be reclaimed. And Lord, that you would save and, O God, you would renew the hearts of those that desire, O God, to come back to you. And those that want to be born again, Lord, O God, bless them, O God, to come to repentance, oh God, in the name of Jesus, oh God. And oh God, you said, oh God, you would no wise cast them out. Oh God, touch them in a special way. 
Father, we ask in the name of Jesus, for we know you seek as such to worship you of a broken and contrite heart. We pray thy blessing now. Move pride, move flesh out the way, God, in the name of Jesus, as we humble ourselves before you, God, to receive, oh God, the bread of life. And Father, we thank you. We forever give you glory and praise. We ask in the name of Jesus that you will bless those that are recipients of this word that, oh God, is shared on this broadcast. We give you all the glory and the praise. We thank you for great deliverance. Hallelujah. Glory in the name of Jesus. We decree and declare by faith. And Lord, we give you glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name to the glory of God. Thank God. Amen and amen. Praise God. Amen. So we want to say God bless you. We love you with the love of the Lord. I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom, with the Faith in God Internet TV. Until next time, God bless you in Jesus' name.